everybody, welcome to Left Chest, official podcast of the DSA, or, or as we call it, Fatante's Inferno? Stay tuned. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Alex Patak. Uh, I'm here with Rog of Meta. Hello. And an old friend back in town, original founder of the show, Anders Lee. Thank you, Anders Lee here. Uh, we should. Is Where are people going to think that's Welcome real? Back. That we're actually the official DSA podcast. Uh, they will now. So. They will now. Yeah, that's a kind of. In case I'm, you didn't know, we uh, everything is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Tante approved. Where the fuck have you been? Talk uh, talk about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, left this great city on July first. This is actually the f- uh, longest time I've spent away from New York since I moved here uh, five years ago. Um, but I went to Chicago, was a lot of fun, did some comedy shows, and went to the ISO convention, which is the International Socialist Organization. How um, were they? They were they were very nice. They were very friendly. And they were uh, very um, studious. Yeah. That's one of the big differences um, I noticed between them and DSA. Everybody has done their homework there. <laughs> they're smarter. <laughs> they, yeah. But, well, well see, they're smarter you, about socialism. So DSA has people who are like marketing gurus and like uh, architects or whatever who yeah, go to the meetings they're from different fields yes. yeah where th- are these like a bunch of like academics there are some academics there's some uh people who work in social work and uh varieties you know you people have to who are be smart if you have a newspaper no. That's the rule. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Newspaper <laughs> and glasses, yeah. Now, wasn't it weird for you going to the ISO convention since you f- are the founder of the official DSA podcast? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, I didn't mention that to them. Yeah, you got to um, keep that secret. Otherwise, they'll burn you like Trotsky. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It, and it was r- very he interesting was to with go. A pickaxe, though. Yeah, Ice pick. I was locked in a flame of Revisionist history over yeah. here. <laughs> we would be. See, actually. It's called Praxis. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> I haven't. That was the name of the ice pick. That um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Praxis Man of Ice Pick. Um, d- funny, Praxis you should evil. mention that because a, tra- a a friend of the show, a, par- a f- party that is a friend of the show, the Socialist Equality Party, uh, founders of the World Socialist website, had their presidential candidate show up to the convention and um, trolled several panel discussions. It was very, uh, otherwise very dull discussions. Very presidential. So, yes. Huh. Hats off to this guy, because I was, I, I went to one that was, um, about, they had someone from Australia, someone from Podemos in Spain, and then someone who was, uh, was in Syriza in Greece, and they were talking about their experiences. Some of them had left those parties. They're talking about reorganizing and trying to, you know, uh, make a movement that could take power. Um Bunch of old Marxist guys in sweaters, basically. And I almost fell asleep Those guys are great. several times. Yeah, but then you get, at the end, they open it up to Q&A, and this guy, Jerry White, is, is, has been scribbling furiously the entire meeting. And he gets up, and he's like, I would like to thank you for being loud and clear about your political opportunism <laughs> taking the working class and leading them into a roadblock so you can uh, live in your fucking, you know, palace or whatever. Uh, and they just didn't have, they just like what laughed. What you say to that? They just, they just called him a sectarian as usual and then moved on. Um, but but that was fun. You felt like he had some some good points. Why was no, Seth but it was field at the meeting. <laughs> what if Seth Dickfield became a Trotskyist? <laughs> <laughs> that would rule. <laughs> Town reference for those confused. Also, reference from our lives because he does comedy in New York. I want true. Uh, I want him to come on. The, I, we almost got him on the show, but uh, maybe at a future date we'll have him on. Um, I don't want to have him on the show. <laughs> Fair <laughs> point. Uh, it's because Alex is racist. Yeah, yes. against Jews. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's not even a. It's hard he's not to a do. Jew. No, he's not. No. Surprise. No, that's why it's he's so funny. He's from Louisiana. Oh yeah, uh, he has a great. Wait, he's a fu- see. I think he's he had a very good joke about how his mom had a crush on Jesus, like the way she That's liked. That's pretty funny. Jesus. Yeah, he was. I I always liked him. His politics are well depends yeah, on what day of the week. You can be a funny comedian with bad politics. Yeah, uh, it it's seems to be the norm, honestly. Yeah. Yes, almost all of them. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. It's like if you are a like highly ambitious comedian, you're probably very aloof, detached, and. You probably don't have a lot of convictions outside of comedy. 
Uh, that's not the case for everybody. You know, James Adomian is an amazing comedian. Right, we are the official DSA podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're we're amazing. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, but yeah, and like th- the whole approach is like, well, uh, like I I feel like it's a. It's a very like South Park rooted thing where it's like, well, maybe both of the sides are crazy, especially both extreme sides. It's like, well, no, in this case right now, it's it's yeah. Nazis versus comedy lefty is a land of contrasts. And so that's the easiest angle for every situation. Right, right. That's the default position. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also I mean, I wonder what it would be like if um, I or we had started or 10 years ago. You know, because I, I get the sense, yeah, probably, but the, I get the Actually, sense that, know. like, at probably that time, better. that was more common, uh, uh, where, where it's, like, apolitical, like, a pox on both your houses type I'll of stuff, what, whereas now what. it's, there is, I think, more of a strain yeah. that, uh, at least at a minimum, wants, like, you can at find least, a niche, yeah. Let, let well, you, that, let, let more people want more inclusion, and... Let me tell you about this, I started 10 years ago, be fucking rolling in it. Yeah, we'd be rolling doing great. in. What are we talking Fucking about? Here? You would be rolling man. in something, dude. It would have been yeah, so easy it, to be a comedian in the nineties because oh, they were like easy. they were like two hundred of them, and you if could you just were be racist, Michael Richards. Yeah. Well, I do that now, and it's yeah. great. But like, uh, they're like that old video of like, and like uh, obviously he although was talented. people do do that now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, obviously right he was talented and stuff. But there's like this old video of John Stewart just at like a Boston University show, and he's just like smoking and like very lackadaisical like just like sighing into the mic and telling his jokes and just like jesus christ if you did this today everyone boo you but that like was the obviously ben stiller thing what's that it's just like in the 90s the big movement for comedy was i'm too cool to be telling jokes the real reward is that you're hanging with the cool boys yeah and so ben stiller had the ben stiller show um i think janine garofalo was on a lot who is very cool. David you know? Cross wrote for it. David Cross wrote for it. And it's just, it's a lot of like long drags on a cigarette and excuses for Ben Stiller to take off his shirt. Mm. Um, yeah, it's the anti Larry Sanders show or Gary Shandling show, whatever. Yeah. Larry Sanders yeah. playing Bernie Sanders show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Everybody gets a car. <laughs> you get a car. It's under your seat. What? <laughs> well, we'll put him under the seats next time. <laughs> Who would be his Hank? <laughs> It's just like Tom Perez. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I feel like we've gotten off. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, while we are on the well, while we are on the comedy topic, why don't we briefly skip ahead to big revelation in this podcast, which is that I played an online prank over the summer uh, after I was in Chicago. Cannot wait to talk about it. Went back to. (laughs) Will not wait. (laughs) Everyone uh, remembers this big fielder level (laughs) prank. Yeah. This was War of the Worlds uh, scope. Uh-huh. Um, I was in Minnesota, and I had some time on my hands. Shout out. Um, also home of Raghav. Um, and I... Uh, home of Raghav. Home of Raghav. <laughs> it says that on the sign. 10,000 lakes. Home of Raghav. Okay, you're in Minnesota. I'm in Minnesota, and I'm a little bored. And I see um, Jenna Bush has just done a spot at Broadway Comedy Club. People are posting about it on Facebook. Now this is the daughter of best club in the country. George H. W. Bush or just W. W. Bush. W. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The good one. (laughs) (laughs) The fun one. He is the fun. I was watching some videos earlier. He's definitely the fun one. I would have a. I'd have a beer with him. I'm sorry, but you know, yeah, he He should be in jail. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) the beer would be in jail. But I would do it. Wait. So explain explain the Jenna Bush thing. Okay. So Jenna Bush, as part of we we as we discover, she is in case I didn't I think I had heard this. I didn't really uh, remember it, but she is a reporter now for the Today Show, and she had a little. Uh, she gets the to the scoops. The what? scoops. Yes. And it just aired. You didn't know that? No. No. That's yeah. That's why she did it. Ah! <laughs> it wasn't just. Yeah, I thought she was just doing it too, but right. I and a lot of people thought that I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, then we find out shortly. And she's, by the way, she's Jenna Bush Hager, uh, which I did not put on the Facebook page uh, because she's married. She's married to Jesus, but she's still interestingly she's kept the Bush. Um, I don't. Th- I mean, I'd like to think it was for uh, reasons of feminism, but I think it was probably because she needs that brand. 
you know. Yeah, I don't think you give up the my dad is president's brand very right. easily. Although you know who did is um Henry Kissinger has a daughter that my family knows that who who like scorns him. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. What does she do? Is she comic? <laughs> this is she quite would, no, a bombshell. She's a doctor, and uh, she plays up that her name is Kissinger, so that <laughs> the uh, hide in plain sight, as they say in the Game of Thrones, Why the would you be best mask to wear is that of your enemy. And uh, Why are you doing this bit? What? No, no, it's this true. Is, this is insane. Why this would she like not just change bit. it? This is a... Uh, I don't... Well, it's what is that? What's that... Pokemon that was like missing no Kissinger. <laughs> yeah, like missing no Kissinger use fireball. But do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds Termilly. like that. It sounds like a Pokemon. That's see that that's one of those examples because it it's very weird to tell somebody, hey, you're saying your own name wrong because she is. You know, Someone if we're going by once. like how I, I mean, also, I, I do don't believe think it threw anyone off the trail because the first question was, oh, do you mean Henry? Uh, do you mean Kissinger? And she's like, well, Kissinger. Like Henry Kissinger? Well, there's a reason. It's actually, you know what? Here's the story. Like, why not just change it, it to to Kiss Angel or something? I don't know. I feel bad. I blew up this lady's spot. Uh, well, she'll listen and say. Well, I was. I should mention. I think she has a right to pronounce her name however she wants. I just remember growing I up. There was this kid whose name was uh, Grabois. His, it was like that a was Cajun his first name. name. No, his last name was, but he would say Gray Boys. My name's Gray Boy, and I was like, No, it's Cajun. You're Grabois. You have French ancestry, sir. And he, uh, <laughs> School Anders is coming clear to me in a very <laughs> crystal way right now. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Your name is Grabois. You have roots. And I slapped him with a glove afterwards. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, back, wait, to Jenna. Yeah, uh, back to Jenna. So Holy shit. I thought it would be a. This and I should make my intentions clear. I don't. I had no um, plan to uh, provoke. Really, I didn't want to like um, slander her at all. I was purely in it to for a uh, like a writing challenge. I wanted to write as this. You didn't person. say what you did yet. Uh, so I made a Facebook page. Um, so much setup called <laughs> Jenna Bush comedian. Jenna Bush comedian. And I, uh, I made it a personal page. So she requested uh, a lot of people in the comedy world. Um, and I. Yeah, this was like a pretty well thought out page. Did you see it when it was up? I sure did. I, it was what like, did you think? There were enough details. I mean, I definitely thought it was fake. I'm like, why would, why would a, a high profile figure like that make a facebook page and add all these people you well see, she did address that in her first post and the, you did like a post to throw people off the the chase and uh also you had just enough details about her personal life that it seemed like a professional adult woman just trying to break into comedy yes. who doesn't understand what is happening i think it was the, the photo that threw me off it was like it just kind of looked like a stock google y- photo. it was yeah yeah, yeah. So i mean like, it, oh, it, you didn't well, have any personal photos no i don't yeah, yeah. you know i thought <laughs> yeah. about using one but it, then they would have sued me no <laughs> i did i don't have any photos of the bush family All right, so on my person yet. but yet uh, talk about this page uh the the scandal Yes. Well, well, the first post. So on the first post, I said this page, this is a personal page for comedy bookings only. If you want to follow me uh, as a public figure, I have a public figure page, Jenna Bush Hager, um, which is not you can't request that one, but you can like it. Uh, And so I recommended that people do that. And then um, I get a bunch of people asking me, was that my first yeah, I think that was my well. No, yeah, but got a bunch of people asking me about the Iraq War and torture and stuff like that. In your messages? In my messages and or on my on wall, wall, on the wall, like a caveman writing on the wall. Yes, that sort of thing. Those oh. terrible. I that's so crazy too to just be like, oh, I'm gonna ask her about the Iraq War. He's <laughs> like, no, just she ask won't her. see this it's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would be like, what the fuck is your dad really like? <laughs> like, not that she would say anything negative, but like. Yeah, what is she going to say about politics? She's not Ivanka. She's not, like, in the war room. Yeah, she's not a smart person like Ivanka. Yeah. She's, she's nice. She's a good... She's very telegenic. I watched uh, a little bit of her on today. She's very good on TV. And she, from all accounts, she did a good job uh, with the stand I was mad because she was performing at Broadway. Also, in the clip, two friends of the show, Fumi Abe and Sarah Kennedy, are both in it. Shout out. Bringing up Jenna and... Uh, 
then Jenna proceeds to have a better set at Broadway Comedy Club than I've ever had. Um, really just phoning it in with mom jokes. And uh, then I punched a hole through a drywall. So that's the video. Whoa. Not uh, here. Somewhere else. Well, it had me well, rolling on the floor. this doesn't address any deep-seated issues in <laughs> <Alex's> psyche. <laughs> the um, club's going to be rough, um, but she's passed now. Uh, well, she could she be... She died. That's what he means. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> she could be a major... Um, comic right now if she because that the most surreal part of it was i was getting more messages than i could deal with about booking just for morale i can't think about this too much <laughs> we have to wrap this this part up this, okay well so the posts the posts i made the first post was that and then i said uh, after all these people are um asking me about the iraq war and whatever i i say just for the record i'm not here to talk about politics I, or I'm not here to joke about politics. Believe me, I've heard it all by now. Um, that was my first semi-humorous. Is <laughs> as Jenna Bush <laughs> is just shocking. <laughs> you're, you're like Jenna it's a good Bush, impression, and it's right? Like a brusque Minnesota man <laughs> <laughs> who somehow sounds much older than 25 or six, but is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Anders' Jenna Bush voice sounds older than his own voice. <laughs> yeah, well, she's older than me. If I can't oh, do yeah, the female true. thing, older than you. if yeah, I can't yeah. get the female thing down, then I will get the age thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my mistake. You Sorry. Lack, you lack the feminine touch, my dear boy. Mm. Well, I won't try to sully her. I feel like it would be offensive if I did an actual impression of her. I, I think I could do a good one. But um, so she... Uh, I'm okay, gonna t- I'm gonna well, say I'm gonna say she weird because I was really into the character so I'm gonna talk sh- uh, she did it I didn't do it um, she makes this page and then uh, we get <laughs> a bunch of messages we have to wrap this up we get messages for the booking I respond to all the messages by saying hi this is Jenna's publicist Carrie uh, Jenna is interested in doing your show. Um, but I would get stuff anytime it was like Brooklyn or Queens. I would say we're not sure about your comedy market. Um, <laughs> this is so elaborate. <laughs> Where does this like? Why did you end it? The, Facebook took me off. It was like they oh, how'd knew they it was. Find it out. Uh, someone must have reported it or something. But I got Her some people. No, I made Jenna Comedy at gmail.com, which oh, is still yeah. an active Gmail site yeah send um, jenna an email <laughs> but she so i um she yes she made another post the first comedy joke I I, she only got to make one actual joke before the page got shut down because there was another one where she was like hey i've had the trolls before uh back in my day we called them bloggers um which was one and then oh i, I just want to mention this one thing so sh- so she um kept getting these messages uh, about Iraq and stuff, and also the people questioning if it's a real account, which, of course, it wasn't, but I, you know, had to keep the bit going. And there's this guy who messaged Jenna asking all, like, this must have taken him, like, half hour to sit down and type this Facebook message out, but just, like, really scrutinizing stuff about the page and asking if she was for real. Uh, So she made a post, Jenna posted... Um, networking 101 don't open a conversation with are you real i saw that one did that did that make you think it might be a, a deal a oh, I, thought, I thought it was real the whole time i'm really? like a goldfish <laughs> yeah uh, I'm yeah. just very easy to trick. I, th- I thought that was a joke. Something. I thought David Spector was doing it, honestly. Yeah, he was, was he was one of the people who <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the people who uh who was really questioning it. Um, he was <laughs> pretty, he was onto it pretty, pretty soon. Okay. But all right. Andrews, well, we've talked uh, about Jenna Bush for a full 20 minutes now. Yeah. Uh, glad we got that <laughs> socialist issue out of the way. Uh, any other well, short was, comments about your trip? That was a month long and not at all. Related two months, to Jenna Bush? two months. I, um, well, the convention was interesting. So they are very critical of DSA. Uh-huh. Uh, that was but what su- they were meeting about. Well, no, they do it every year. They do it every year in Chicago. Um, DSA also had a convention in we Chicago. We actually thought but you were going to the DSA convention, and we're very thrown off by the timeline. But uh, yeah, to, yeah. You know, Chicago has a lot of political shit going on. Yeah, and their this pizza's summer. deep. It is. There's, you know, 
That's not good. The convention oh. was in a pizza, oh, which you're is one a problem. Of these guys. Yeah. I've lived in Brooklyn too long, but it's not a real I'm pizza. scared to try it because I had it when I was fifteen. It's shitty pie. I had it when I was fifteen, and I really liked it. I really like it. I don't know if I would now though. What's um, the... I love Chicago. Everything about it. The pizza can go. Hot dogs itself. are good, right? You got. You got a lot of stuff this in them. This episode is infuriating. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you have nothing Tara, to say about Edinburgh? I no, I would like well, to I'm apologize. It was a long summer. To our seven listeners. <laughs> it was a long summer, and Chicago was, well, I was going to say, they're critical of DSA. They want us, but at the same time, they're like, you guys should become a party, and then we'll vote for you. Which. <laughs> to DSA, who was not in the room? Except no, they said, I was talking to. The to ambassador. Uh, yes, I was okay. one of the ambassadors. This was someone speaking to me. Did and you record any? Footage or anything? I thought about it, but it felt because uh, I my I did not. Um, okay. I took a picture. That's fine. The uh, argument is that there's some we're somehow going to be absorbed into the Democratic Party if we maintain the policy of occasionally using the Democratic ballot line, which um, some may call it a minor part of DSA. I think in a lot of ways it is a major one uh, because that strategy that tactic has to be there. Um, but it doesn't, I was not convinced that that is somehow going to open the door to the Democrats coming in and completely manipulating everything and turning us into just a subgroup of them. No, that doesn't convince me at all. I'm going to say what Jack said when, uh, you brought up, uh, I think ISO when he was here, which is just, these people have been the foreground of the American left or like MLs, trots in America have been the face of the American left for the last 20, 30, 50 years, haven't gotten us any ground anywhere, and we've been losing every battle to the right the entire time. Well, there is, I think, more to it than that. I mean, there's, of course, uh, COINTELPRO, a lot of interference from the federal government trying to stifle any organizing on the left. Uh, But, yeah, I don't think that... um, I think there's a lot of sectarian tendencies. I think ISO is better than a lot of other... Trotsky's parties or uh, socialist groups, um, but yeah, to to completely write off uh, the potential of you know getting a social democrat in the White House or a Congress that is sympathetic to uh, social democratic ideas, um, I think is kind of counterproductive. Let me tell you a little bit about solidarity. Solidarity comes in layers. First, you have the crust on the bottom; it's thick. It can hold a lot of sauce, and it starts with you and me. Then you get to whatever ingredients you're putting in there. Sausage, peppers, anchovies, whatever you want. Throw it in. Because solidarity is deep. Uh, It's a deep dish pizza called Brotherhood, and we're all part of it. Alex just jumped out the window. (laughs) and uh, Yeah, we're never going to see him again, I think. Uh, Well, that's a wrap, folks. All right, well... Oh, uh, let's save let's save more of your trip for future episodes because uh, we missed you and uh, your trip is an adventure that thrills the human spirit. Yeah, the the ending was uh, yeah. I won't talk about uh, Edinburgh because that was. Um, I will say I was in Ireland and very interesting development there. Water privatization has been the policy for a number of years. And the Irish what? people, yes, they privatized the water, so they had to pay water fees. Half the country elected to not pay the water. They just didn't do it. They just <laughs> didn't pay the fees. And then all these other suckers. Do you know what they were voting for? I'll die. No, no, it wasn't. It was oh, not a vote. That's the thing. It was not a vote. The the parliament passed oh, this thing. I see. And so they started charging everybody for water fees. And so half the country just didn't do it. They just didn't pay them. And then the and then what ended up happening is the people who did pay them got reimbursed, uh, which oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's that. an amazing development. Um, but the thing is, you go there, you talk to people. You had uh, thousands of people out in the street against against the water charges. But there's not it's not a movement that's connected to other left oh, causes. Weird. Yeah. And this is what the Conor McGregor fight was about. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's almost like. Uh, there are left-leaning principles that apply to all people. I knew he represented me somehow, <laughs> but I couldn't figure out why. That guy could, <laughs> if he had more water, then maybe he would have won. 
<laughs> well, uh, hear that, kids? Fringe theory. <laughs> hear that, Americans? Don't pay your student loans. Yeah, um, if that that would be an effective. The ones who do, you'll get reimbursed. Don't yes, worry. this would that would be an effective tactic. Uh, but the, yeah, the left is kind of dead in Ireland, as I learned. They have two. They have two Republican parties. It's not even like one is tries to be liberal. It's just two conservative parties: Fine Gael and Fine Fail is the other name. Really? Of yeah. That sounds like a New York Post headline making fun of the, the Irish party. It it might as well be. Yeah. Fine Fail, pervs locked in a country. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, what are we gonna talk about today, huh, fellas? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's freaking the end of August. Kamala Harris just came out on Twitter. Woo! Slate queen. She's running on single payer. Well, she's co-sponsoring a bill with Bernie and maybe trying to ride that wave into a presidential candidacy. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. Hopefully she believes in this. Uh, but a lot of people are skeptical. I think it's a huge deal that she's even coming out and acknowledging it. Right. We were talking it. about this before the podcast started, where Andrews was fighting with someone on Facebook. Um, and I yeah, think I'm looking at the while we were yeah. recording. Yeah. What is the premise of this fight? No. Uh, no come on. Okay. <laughs> Let's just talk. You about brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying like we have to act excited. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. we're, we're I'm excited about it. Are you it, happy? I'm I'm happy because there was all this animosity towards Bernie. And a lot of that is just coming from, like, liberal Twitter and these people who yell about how he's not a Democrat every day. But, you know, it's they're willing to work with him on this issue, which is a, uh, you know, a unifying issue. Right. Let me, let me tell you about a little pizza called Solidarity. And the cheese <laughs> oh boy. is punching right. You have to jump out the window again. You know that, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so I think um, it is a good thing. That we, we, she did that. Yeah, we have Harris, Liz Warren, yeah. Bernie now. These are positive developments, but I think people are missing the, like, I mean, what baffles, and this is what the little argument is about, is like, okay, why did she do that? Did because she just wake up one day and like, oh, this is a sensible policy uh, solution? No, she was, people were trolling her, you know? And, yeah. and that's liberals, I think, still have to wrap their head around uh, that's what you have to do. Trolling. Not only yeah. is it presidential, but you have to do it on a grassroots level right. as well. And I believe in that for... And that's the thing is, like, I, I, I will admit there probably is some... I, I, I would vote for Bernie over uh, Kamala Harris. I think um, maybe that has to do racist. with ideology or whatever. Yeah, because you're it's, a racist and you hate women. But yeah. I know... Yeah. I don't think the fact that she's Well, because he hates white people, because I think Kamala's She's half white, white. yeah. Yeah, and she, Bernie's so that's yeah. Jew, so you love Not Jews. white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, yeah. that's... Is that's it, guys. The, the underlying issue, the underlying issue, and this is why we can't, like, just say, okay, now she's in the clear or whatever. She's... Where does she get in her money? Yeah, she met that's with... That's the most um, important thing. She met with big... Nothing dollars. else really matters. Because if Bernie... The second Bernie starts, you know, getting... Going to... Act blue, or like, if he went to Goldman Sachs or something, then he's as bad as everybody else. Yeah, because um, because once she gets in office, maybe she said a bunch of nice stuff. It doesn't really matter well, if that's where your totally funding true. is coming. That, yeah. That's why I'm I'm optimistic and ca- cautious. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. and if she did that, then that would be a different story. It, I mean, it would be. I think what I was trying to say earlier. It I like the idea of yeah. There's this guy who's had these principles from the get go. His whole career has been this. And I want him to succeed, even though he doesn't uh, have the same ideology I do, ultimately. But I want him to succeed uh, versus, okay, there's somebody who has really good policy positions now, and I can trust that they're um, getting their money from people and not banks and let's you know get them to which, be president which like which and that same person made a career um like arguing against trans people getting surgery in jail and just did a ton of terrible things like every cop she's a politician a co- she make a, a career out of arguing against trans people right that wasn't her, what she ran on yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but. how she made her career she did One she gender. did <laughs> yeah i mean like if you work if you're a district attorney, you're, you have to do awful things. There's a lot of shady yeah. shit that goes. If on Bernie in the was a district attorney, he would probably be have done awful stuff too. Uh, he did bad stuff as mayor, I'm sure. Um, that covers a lot of like the the grease on the ladder for climbing in public office and uh, you know public institutions. It's called The Wire. 
Uh, just started hearing about this recently. Seems like there's a lot of interesting leads on what like that life is about. And I actually hear that it's just like once you watch it, you really get what it's like to live in Baltimore. <laughs> and it's like you don't even have to have lived there because you just get it because you're from the streets now. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of this? No, Wire? I've never heard All right, of it. I, guess I'll just I think round you're out. thinking of Breaking Bad. Oh, <laughs> I was yes. thinking of Breaking Bad. Okay, uh, never mind. Or Breaking Baltimore. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but okay. So there. So the reasons people don't like Kamala Harris. Well, one of the big things is that she um she didn't do anything about One West Bank, which is a Steve Munchens Mnuchin Mnuchin's Mnuch. uh, uh bank in California, and he is now the Treasury uh, Secretary for Trump, which is obviously you know a really great thing anybody but uh <laughs> why did you say that like that <laughs> i don't know That's i'm so gross i'm Wait. very tired uh but uh and so uh yeah and they are they were a huge uh i guess they were called the foreclosure king bank of that region uh and yeah they had like uh, a record number of foreclosures in a year and Kamala Harris has been quite questioned about this and she doesn't really have a good answer for it other than well we know the answer at least yeah right uh because Cha-ching. she's in love with Steve Mnuchin he's in love with uh, Steve Mnuchin yeah and there are other I things will like say, uh, he's one of the more attractive uh members of the cabinet yeah yeah, yeah. there's other things like um she didn't argue to uh remove marijuana from class a scheduled drug uh, when she had an opportunity to, uh, she oversaw a lot of crazy dispensary raids by law enforcement in California that were, you know, I think borderline illegal from what I understand. Um, yeah. And then, th- and then there are a lot of the incarceration things where she like, there's one incident which they didn't release prisoners because they thought it would be valuable for prison workforce. Um, California, they should call it California. kkk California. Yeah. They should call it. California. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, there's a variety of things and liberals seem to have no interest in even acknowledging any of it, which I don't understand. Cause they're, you know, they're policies and issues. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the centrists I'm beginning to realize are like Soviet style party hacks where once you've gone against the democratic party, it doesn't matter what happened or what, or what you're mad about uh the treason is already reason to throw you to the flames well, yeah you're just it's, you're bumming everybody out it's a fairly recent um notion to a lot of people that you are a political person and you make political decisions and vote based on issues it's i think true. that's still we're uh, like a rose in a garden of weeds yeah but uh, i something i did want to I mean, because, yeah, I don't think it matters. Yeah, she, she maybe she could uh, has an awful record. She could if she comes out tomorrow and she's like, I'm done with the corporate cash and I'm boom. Like, yeah, fine. That I'm on board. A, yeah. If I she don't care. Adopts the platform yeah. that we want. That's the point. Yes. That we, will that like we believe. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole idea. <laughs> I, to, to be I think she has an OK record. I think it, like all that is very concerning. But like uh, there's this thing that people keep bringing up it's like well why don't these bernie surrogates have to pass these purity tests i'm like because they're advocating for policies we like it is mind-numbing the back and forth on this yeah it's like well why doesn't uh, uh yeah why doesn't keith ellison has to put up because keith ellison believes it has been coming out for single payer Right. Uh, since the beginning. Yeah, and if he did something you know I mean. fucked like Bernie, I think one of the best things that happened during his campaign, you had uh, people who were advocating f- for Palestine who would interrupt his speeches and question him, and it would he hated it. It really pissed him off, but eventually he changes. He came out with a more detailed platform yeah, about what to do with, with Israel. Yeah, yeah, that 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 works. Um, something I do want to say uh, when we're talking about like superficiality. In like political figures and stuff, Trudeau, especially traveling abroad, everybody loves him. Um, really, in Europe? In Europe, yeah, they're like, well, you got uh, this uh, shitty guy in America, then you got this hot abs? guy. He, had, well, I've never seen his abs. I'm I actually, don't know and here's the thing: it would be hard. It would hard to be hard to have abs as the president. And I've always said that. It it, it would be. Uh, I think Obama kind of no. He had he was a little doughy around the yeah, midriff. I mean, if you're um, like 50 years old, abs are tough to have. You know, you yeah. have, to have never been fat. Right, which I don't know if Trudeau has, but here's what I'm saying here on the show. Let's make him fat. Let's make him fat. If you are a food service professional, 
you are in a, working in a restaurant in Canada. We have some Canadian listeners. Some if he comes, waffles. yes, give him a dessert. Don't ask if he wants a free dessert. Just give just it to give him. Just give it to him. Say, for, for the president. Uh-huh. He, people won't because... <laughs> Why Canada and the Canadian <laughs> Most people do not uh, hey. care about... Yeah, they don't care about the issues, and they, they like a pretty face. Uh, I'm the opposite, personally. I I love Noam Chomsky. He's got a huge liver spot on his fucking face. If Frederick Jameson, yeah, we dude, talked about, the guy's like keeling over. The Great Lakes. Yeah. It really does. We can, um, by the way, not happy about what he said about Antifa, but we can get to that later. Um, he's Trudeau. Also, he's so old now, I kind of give him a pass a lot. Like, I, th- I think when people are talking about, you know, Chomsky, they're talking about like 70s, 60s, heck, even 80s, 90s Chomsky. Right. Nowadays, he's like, I mean, how hard are you going to get on like a 90 year old man? His wife is dead. He has a new wife. He does? She is, yes. She is much, much younger than She's him. She's waited so long. <laughs> <laughs> that interest, I'm bad. Do you he know has about this? Yeah, they met. She's like Chilean, I believe. Um, oh, they met no. a couple years ago, and it happened really quickly. Uh, he had been dating his wife. He started dating her when he was like nine. Uh. And like was married to her for <laughs> 50. Can you imagine that? Have You're you married to the same person movie? for 50 years. Uh, is a man He's who's tall so happy. sad about it. They oh, bring the, up his wife for like half a sentence and he's like i won't talk he's about it and then they do a sad drawing of a boy alone on a bike and it's like oh fuck yeah <laughs> or no him. waffles has taken Rogov's chair like an imperialist sitting <laughs> like the lion of rome is it waffles or falafel because they just displaced a person oh here. no <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, yeah, let's make Trudeau fat again. Uh, fat Obama. Would anyone have listened to him? No. Nobody would have listened to him. And he, would've, there would have been a revolution. The racism would have stepped up several notches. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that that's good. Uh, what else do we have on here? Uh, Danny Fatante. Uh, more like Fatante's Inferno. Uh, yeah, he, I'm a big fan of the Fatante. That, that joke goes the to Raga. Full Fatante. Um, in case our listeners are not familiar, DSA, uh, Democratic Socialists of America, had their convention early August. I was um, out of the country, so I had to go to the ISO one instead. Um, but they elected members of the National politi- Political Committee, who's basically the highest uh, governing body of DSA. One of the people... They formed Milrevcom. Bobavakian uh, actually uh, put on a mustache and dressed, and he pretended to be another, and now he's the chair. Um, But so uh, one of the people elected, Danny Fatante from the Austin chapter, chapter, Austin, Texas. Um, This guy, as this came out after the election, uh, organized with CLEAT, which is a police union In in Texas, which does some pretty vile things. They defend cops who have, uh, Raped, pillaged, killed, if, stolen. If you're maybe, uh, you know, newer to left politics and you're trying to get a grasp of the situation here, so uh, socialists in general for unions against police unions because they unionize the police who beat socialists to death. And that's really the crux of the issue. Uh, people are mad that they thought he hid his affiliation with Cleet, and they're mad at his response since they brought it up. Well, to it was him. a procedural fa- failure, if anything. Right. It like, was, n- yeah, it was not required for him to disclose that. Yeah. There's no rule saying that. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but I can see where uh, a person's employment history um, could be sensitive. I mean, yeah, but it is a law that if someone asks you a cop, you can't lie. <laughs> so. If I mean, if we asked him, he would have had to say it. And if he didn't say it, then it's like a, a, a like Candyman situation. Uh, is it Candyman? You say three times in the mirror. Yes. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstilt. No, you say his name backwards. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. That's what it is. <sighs> you guys don't fucking know. <laughs> I had no childhood. <laughs> yeah, it is Candyman, by the way. It is Candyman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Reference landed. Anyway, I really have to read up more to have a hard opinion on Danny Fatante. Any, you guys have anything else to say about it? 
yeah, well, so people are pissed. People are very angry uh, in the DSA. Yeah, which I would not go. That seems overboard. That far, but so basically, the NPC uh, voted to censure him for his um, comments after the election. After this came out, he was saying some kind of that sounded a little. Like he was accusing people of being conspiratorial. They sent him um, to a camp, but it was Camp David. Did you read the statement that he released? Yes. Last night? It was insane. Like he changed to just a fir- picture of him with a gun. Uh, that would have <laughs> been more. That would have been more coherent than what he released. I'm. Pr- I. I feel like he was drunk. Uh, it like I think it changed from first to third person in certain time. <laughs> Danny's like, mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Like, you've upset Danny, and now I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy, man. And, uh, I mean, just from, like, just, like, judging his character, if you're – if these revelations cause such an uproar for an organization you seem to care about and respect – wouldn't you step down just out of uh, compassion and and just to make it not? Yeah, it's just like if you are if you are so eager to be part of it in the face of all this like angst and resistance, then you probably shouldn't be part of it. Yeah, actually, egomania has a great history with socialism, and uh, it only ends in the best places, Uh, very cold places. He begins the statement by saying, "After." He begins the statement by saying, After being attacked with wide distortions, half-truths, and made-up web information, the steering committee attacked me. Wow. Now, what is web information? That information a spider makes? (laughs) I get, you know, in Texas, instead of... He's uh, talking like, who is that Alaska senator who's like the Internet's a series of tubes? Uh, Is that Sarah Palin? No, Todd Murkowski. Uh, he died, but it oh, I remember sounds that like guy. something yeah, yeah. he'd say. It's like, oh, it's all these web information going <laughs> through the tubes. I know there's porn in there. I've seen it. <laughs> in Texas, instead of bars, they have steel webs keeping yeah. the prisoners in. Um, huh? I've seen 30 Days of Night. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've, that's all I have to say about Danny Fatante. Uh, are you, you guys are good on that one? Yeah, I'm great. He yeah. should, yeah, he should he step should down. He should step down. But step it's down, not also bitch. not worth leaving... DSA over. And fuck you to all the white guys who voted to keep them in. It was like all white guys except for one. Yeah, I mean, it is in the DSA, so. Yeah, I know. I mean, at this chrysalis stage, you're getting a lot of Alex. The NPC uh, listing is not bad. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm going to run out of space on this computer soon, so let's uh, talk for five, ten more minutes and we're good. Okay. um, So I guess the other big thing that happened this week we got to talk about it. Uh, Texas got hit by a hurricane two times. Ouch. Uh-huh. E- My friend ouch. is currently stuck in a hospital in Houston because he had a cervical spine injury and is going through rehabilitation and is just stuck in Houston. He's fine. He's going to be okay. That's uh, awful. Yeah, it's really terrible, though. He, he's from Austin, but he transferred to Houston for the rehab center, and now he's mm. just, like, stuck this fucking hospital while the city's flooded. I've heard of Hardee's, but that sounds like a hard situation. All right, that's all, folks. We'll uh, we'll be <laughs> yeah, back next you week. You guys know about the hurricane. It's fucking fine. I have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend who's her uh, sister. I believe it's her sister is getting in the process of getting a divorce, and is having. She's in Houston and is having to stay. All her paperwork in the hurricane. <laughs> so she's stuck in the marriage, but no, she is stuck in a house. With her soon-to-be ex-in-laws, oh, yikes. who are trying to convince her to not go through with the oh divorce. Oh my god! I broke my collar by pulling Can on you it. Talk about that on the podcast. I didn't. Na- I didn't name any names. Name it could. Is, this could be anybody. Uh, sure. Well, I will say that her last name Kissinger. <laughs> I will say that. Susie Q. Kissinger. <laughs> uh, my friend, whose family lives in Houston, I reached out to him, realizing way too late that he's from there. Uh, his family lives on top of a mountain. Uh, they didn't evacuate, and none of their stuff was destroyed. So I'm, you know, not convinced that this is real, and I think <laughs> it is a liberal psyop. Well, see, so you know who's, and I was today. Apparently, the Red Cross ain't doing a good job. They are fucking. Oh, yeah, up. they fucked up again. Huge bureaucracy, uh, out of control. Don't give your money to the Red Cross. You know who has been showing up and helping people? Food a- bank. Antifa. Oh yeah, Antifa. Antifa. Um, Whoever they are, individual organizers. Yes, not yeah, the yeah. 
Antifa. Well, I'm talking Antifa yeah, Incorporated, donate, donate the, the actual Houston corporation. Food Bank, donate to the Galveston Food Bank. They're all helping. Um, yeah, but that can we talk about Antifa for a second? Just because I feel yeah, like that's a big chest. thing. Old Andersley missed while he was. Antifa was here before June. <laughs> well, yeah, but the the in Charlottesville, you know. Oh yeah, you missed some shit. I missed some shit. That's so old now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's like two stale. weeks ago. Let me but tell that, you about a pizza called but, Solidarity. But it might happen. <laughs> but that is how like the world works now, and it sucks. It's just like it sucks, but it's the way. It's the. I mean, it's. I feel like it's gonna keep happening. Shit like that is gonna keep going down, and it's. It very much is a which side are you on type situation. I know what side I'm on, and I have to learn karate. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. It's like because in theory, yeah, I, have I a support wrestling this background. I can like if this goes to the ground, you know, I can maybe maintain. You know, control. I'm just mm-hmm. holding out for a radioactive spider to bite me. My striking is so weak. That's gonna be my strategy. Yeah, Ragav and I were to become Spider-Man. We were talking about uh, going to a gun range and shooting. I wasn't yesing. The yeah, I never thing. suggested that. Oh, uh, dude, you I were like, we gotta fucking shoot, dude. Uh, I would never do that. You were like, we gotta fucking shoot guns, dude. Uh, I denounce any sort of violence. I'm a, I'm a flower boy. Well, I want to shoot guns. Well, yeah, apparently there okay. were some. I would do it. I mean, we're not going to shoot other people at the range. <laughs> Did you think we were going to shoot other people at the range? No. <laughs> well, okay, because we're going to shoot the targets and stuff. I'm you. I mean, you owning a gun in New York is impossible anyway. But you know, um, I am interested for uh, all the apocalypse reasons. There are apparently more NRA net members in New York City than members of the DSA nationally. What about SRA? What's Socialist that? RA. Is that like socialist with guns? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big movement. I mean, maybe there's well, some interest. Not big in the classical sense, but big in people get real jazzed about it online. <laughs> maybe there's some intersection there with the NRA. Um, what's um, the the uh, Southern group that all has guns and is socialist? Like Redneck Revolt. Redneck Revolt. We got to have them on. Come on, Rock. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but you're right. They're not a Southern. group. But no, something nationwide. <laughs> something that I guess I've been has been annoying me is is uh, y- of course there's the false equivalency between um, Nazis and Antifa, and of course uh, there are a lot of people who don't accept that, but uh, but still say that Antifa is going too far. That and Chomsky is one of these who's saying that they, this is making things worse, um, which I don't think there's historical precedence for that because as we've seen in the past when you have a fascist organization they mean what they say at least enough of them do to where you need to take that they're not good with satire yeah <laughs> they're not are bad with satire well also that's what i don't understand is like these people are openly saying what they want to do okay we could argue about do they have are we going to make a law to stop them from doing that i would i don't support that but I, uh, it's more immediate than that. You have to confront them and get them to stop doing what they want to do, which is kill millions of people. And, or at the base level, intimidate minorities and uh, political groups in the streets, which is really dangerous for a democracy, uh, excluding all of the just hideous moral uh, uh, red flags. Yeah. There. But um, nobody's nobody's talking about laws like people like people saying it's a free speech issue. And like I haven't heard anybody say we need a law like saying you can't put up a swastika if you want. So, guys, would you would you say that as a podcast we're for Antifa? Uh, yeah. And one, one important thing is on uh, three. Let's say it. One, two, three. We're for Antifa. Antifa. Uh, well, one important thing, especially about the. Um, the Berkeley protest. Well, there's a lot of like uh, nonsense, baseless smears going on about the violence against or the violence Antifa is inflicting, even though they're an organization about self-defense. Uh, I mean, there is that fake story about the guy who got stabbed for having a Nazi haircut. I mean, did you guys hear about that one? Yeah. When he had just like stabbed himself accidentally or something, like he was just an idiot. And uh, but a tale as old as time. So if if you're online and people are smearing anti Brian Edwards Tekert, uh, last name spelled T-I-E-K-E-R-T, uh, has been covering uh, protests in the Bay Area for like 15 years, and he was very upset about the way the Berkeley protests were covered. 
uh, I'll, I'll just uh, sum up uh, what he used is uh, there is some there is some fighting, but it was initiated by the right uh, and a Mother Jones reporter, Shane Bauer, actually uh, saw that the one alt writer hit the anti hit Antifa crowd with a jet of pepper spray. Then some of them hit him and chased him off. The problem with a lot of these videos that are coming out is people don't start recording till after anything starts happening. Like you're not sitting around recording waiting for an alt-right guy to hit somebody. Right. Uh, so it looks like Antifa is initiating some of it. Um, but what he says is there are thousands of peaceful people in the streets all day, perhaps five brief skirmishes towards the end. Leading coverage with the transient skirmishing is just pandering to the public's appetite. The spectacle, for perspective, there are 13 arrests during the rally. The number of arrests during an average Oakland Raiders game is 17.8, but you don't report sports events where incidental violence occurs as violent sports events. Uh, so that's important. So if you're like online and like fighting with people about this, look up uh, Brian Edwards Teekert's uh, post. Uh, I sent to a bunch of people. Uh, and it will resolve some issues. I, as I always say, if you're online fighting, why not be in the streets fighting? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, like, cover the climate change thing for, like, five seconds before we end this out, um, if that's cool with you guys. Uh, so the hurricane hit Texas, and that's been getting a lot of talk on uh, American media. But at the same time, uh, there was also flooding in Bangladesh, in Mumbai, in Niger. Uh, and I think at least the Bangladesh one, there was a thousand deaths. Um, I'm, I have an image pulled up 1200 killed in South Asia. Uh, it said on Twitter a few days ago. Uh, so keep in mind that as these weather events get more extreme and that is tied directly to climate change, uh, any argument to the contrary is completely unfounded stop getting money in new york times stop putting money in new york times uh and these uh more vulnerable areas like um the third world and countries in africa and asia are going to eventually be pit against the countries with more resources as we are all pushed against the wall with uh climate crisis these are important moments for organizing and everyone should be donating to uh Things like helping the Houston evacuees and also going and helping if you live anywhere near there and doing your part. And there, I said a serious thing and around 50 references to deep dish pizza. And that's that's the official podcast of the DSA. Thank you. Boom. Thank you. All right. Do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, catch me at Andrews. You go first. Check me out on Twitter at noob for life n e w b four l y f e. I will be at uh, Precious Metal on September fifteenth, uh, and I'm also gonna be at um, Under Saint Mark's on September thirteenth. Cool. All right. Uh, follow the Twitter account for Left Jest at the Real Left Jest, and come to our show, Paid Protest, on September twenty ninth. Rog, have you got anything? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a bunch of shows for the Cinderblock Comedy Festival. Uh, look me up on ACLU Official or add me on Facebook. That's where I post my shows. But otherwise, uh, September 21st, I'm at Sidewalk Cafe, which is a fun little show. Uh, be there. Cool. Boom. That's a podcast. Just out. <laughs>